Welcome to the Cedarville Stories podcast. Today's guest is alumna Mariah Johnson. Mariah is a ray of sunshine. She brings energy anywhere she goes. Listen as she shares about life after graduation, being a newlywed in Washington, D.C., and working at the Heritage Foundation. Now here's your host, Mark Weinstein. I know our listeners want to hear all about the the great work you're doing at the Heritage Foundation and in in Washington, D.C., and we'll get there, I, I know. But as of December 19th of 2022, you've been married one year to Jake Johnson. Congratulations. A year. Thank you. I'm excited about it. It went by super quick, but it's been awesome. How is Mary Life treating you? So good. Yeah, it's been awesome. We both work in D.C. and we live in Virginia, so we just drive in every morning together. And then just with work, it's usually one of us waiting for the other one for about a half an hour. But it's been super awesome and such a blessing to just, you know, talk through life together and not be doing long distance anymore figuring out all the adulting things in the city. <laughs> so it's been such a blessing. How and when did you meet Jake? So, yes, we met my freshman year, his sophomore year. So we met on class council and my cousin and him were friends before. So I don't know. I mean, we, we kind of met through Evan, my cousin, but kind of through like class council and then grew our friendship through there and then started dating towards the end of my freshman year so that was season one and then (laughs) i don't know if you're asking for the whole story (laughs) but we stopped dating after like a month and a half of officially dating and then you know like six months went by and then we started dating again so yeah i don't know how much of the story you're and then then from that point on you stayed uh dating yeah stayed dating till the end here we are today a year married and loving it. So I'm very thankful that God brought us back together. And that that grew us both in a lot of ways. And I'm like thankful that it happened and for the wise counsel that what yeah. did you what did you see? Uh how were you how did you both grow from that, that yeah. situation? Yeah. So well for me, I mean it was towards the end of my freshman year. I guess the our dating period was kind of like February twenty nineteen to like April, the beginning of April. So it was like my second semester at Cedarville and my classes had my classes had picked up a lot more that semester. And it was just like super hard for me to balance like all of the things I was involved in when like class council, like some harder classes. I don't know if there's any uh, freshmen out there or anyone taking bio, but that was really hard for me. <laughs> so just like a lot of those things compiled on top of each other. It was super stressful and I started just getting really distracted in my classes because I was like, should I be dating? Is this the right time? Like, am I ready? Like, I think I was just getting overwhelmed by thinking so much about it. And I just prayed a lot about it. And I was like, well, I don't want to regret this, but I know God's in control. So I like, long story short, ended up freaking out with Jake. And I was like, super sad about it because there wasn't like a, a big reason like, okay, we have to break up because this or this like it's just kind of like I don't feel at peace about this and um over that time like I just had to like pray a lot and depend on God on it because I didn't really understand why it was happening and didn't really know what I wanted or what God had for me but um God put a lot of like really great girlfriends and um just mentors in my life that I was able to like look up to and um pray with and they were able to just give me some wise counsel in that time and 
yeah so i ended up growing a lot through it and then like into sophomore year got into way better like routines with school like figured out uh how to just like bring people together because i think that was like a hard part about my freshman year is like i had a lot of different friends in different areas and i got overwhelmed by like trying to spend time with everyone and do all my school commitments and all of my like work commitments and everything but um my mom encouraged me actually to just like start being the one to like text people and bring people together and it doesn't matter if they're already best friends um or not if they know each other or not but you can bring them together and like show hospitality in that way and build community and that helped me a ton just in that time and and so that compiled with like getting into better routines with school and like studying and working out all those things that you're learning when you jump into college um those were really helpful and I grew a lot in that time and then when Jake when we broke up Jake was in DC for a semester in fall of 2019 so we were apart and um yeah honestly we both went out to dates <laughs> back to the dating aspect of it we both went on a few uh dates with other people in that time and just thought of each other so that was like kind of one of those things where like okay god was bringing our hearts back together i guess in that time and um yeah just from his side of it i mean he could speak to this but just learned to trust god with it because he was you know sad when we broke up and didn't understand from his side but i had to just lean on the lord and yeah. uh his guy friends to encourage him and that and then yeah when he got back i like I was, was just putting friend groups together and, you know, we still like wanted to be friends and I was praying that we would still be friends when he got back. So just, I invited him to all the things that I was doing and he came and we just started hanging out from there. And then, you know, as these things work at Cedarville, he would stop and talk to me in the library and, you know, like nights got later talking together and, and then he asked me out again. But it it's funny from his side because he's like, well, how am I supposed to do this? Because I want to respect your decision originally that you broke up with me, but also you're acting like you like me and I do like <laughs> So all of those things. But yeah, overall, God used it to grow us a lot in trusting in him more than like our understanding or our plans, like Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 talks about. So <laughs> yeah, so, there's uh, the story there. <laughs> so I, want, I, I have one more re relational question, then I'll move on to what you're doing in Washington, D.C. And so what was it about Jake that made you know he was the one? Good question. Um, well, I think he he just does have that gentle spirit and trust in the Lord. And I think that is just something that I totally admire and look up to and, and benefit a lot from because, you know, people say like you're like you're you'll become more like each other the more that you sorry i'm trying to say something else <laughs> okay you rub off on each other in the long run like even that quote about like you are the average of your top five friends or um just dating things in general it's like important to align yourself with someone who you respect and admire and he's someone that i like i'm like oh i want to grow in those weird areas like i want to be more steady in my faith and praying first as my first response and things and i think um jake does that really well and he yeah, he just has a steady like trust in the Lord that he's developed and God's grown in him that I really admire. And I'm like, I need to be more like that. <laughs> well, so yeah, I'm the, thankful for that. The more you guys live together, the more uh, like like you were saying, you'll rub off on each other. You become you become one, or you are one now. So mm -hmm. um, 
that's a, that's exciting okay. to hear. So you've worked at yeah. uh, for the Heritage Foundation since April. So you've been in D.C. about ten months. What have you enjoyed the most about learning and experiencing this historic city called Washington D.C.? Yeah, I mean it is crazy. Um, I think I've just enjoyed like you know getting to know people, learning more about um, the different policy areas, like things that. I was not honestly passionate about before moving here, but now I like being here, I realize like it's so important. Um, and I think the thing I've loved the most is like meeting other Christians because before coming to DC, I would like tell people that I'm moving to DC and they were like, oh wow, like such a dark place. Like just a lot of those type of comments, which it is, but also there's so much good happening too, especially like at the Heritage Foundation. like. Um, a new president, Dr. Roberts, came in October uh, 2021. And so he's just been super great and just getting people encouraged rather than like just looking at the bad and obviously being like, yeah, there is a fight to have, but um, focusing on like the positive. And so with that, just meeting a lot of Christians here, like this is a conservative organization. So obviously not everyone is Christian, but a lot of people here are Christians, which is cool and encouraging to meet people who are like of the same yeah. mindset and who I can learn from professionally and also just spiritually and what they're learning and how they um, think living here and, and things like that. So, and there are so many churches. That is one awesome surprise. Like um, Capitol Hill Baptist is a great church. That's where Jake, that's where we went for the first six months that we lived here because we li Jake lived super close to it before. And then we live out in Virginia and there's a sister church, uh, Delray Baptist, uh, that Capitol Hill Baptist planted like eight years ago or so. That's like five minutes from our house. So we were like, okay, we need to go. <laughs> so that's been awesome too. But just all that to say, there are Christians in these places that are like harder to, um, you know, be a light in, but it's super, super encouraging when you meet people who are of that same mindset. Yeah. So, um, as you just mentioned, you work at the Heritage Foundation. Jake has worked for a U.S. senator since he's been in D.C. I'm just right. curious. Yes. I'm curious. Are there any benefits that you experience because Jake works for a U.S. senator? Um, <laughs> uh, well, he's giving me a tour of the Capitol. And I think uh, COVID times made that a little bit harder, but they're bringing it back. So I think it's not as hard to get one now, especially with your own state senators. But um yeah so that was a great a great perk and just like different uh dinner parties have been like wild wild fun sometimes like it's just it's like you never know what god has for you because sometimes we get in these situations that i'm like this is insane <laughs> like senator in hop's birthday party that's who jake works for current or before he retired that's who he worked for and um that was just awesome to be a part of his birthday party and just see like other senators there and just like have conversations with other people that I'm like they're just people you know they're people they send their kids to school they care about our country and are trying to do good and it's like encouraging to meet people who are just like oh you're such a nice man like you're like my dad <laughs> not my dad but I'm just you know what I'm saying like adding the personality to someone where it's easy to think politics like everyone has the worst intentions and you know it's like there are horrible people out there, but there are like everyone needs Jesus, but there are people who are doing good and really, yeah, yeah. That's exciting, and to, to be able to rub <laughs> shoulders with people that 
you may see on TV or you may see on Capitol Hill. Um, that has to be exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah. I want to go back to uh, something you, you mentioned about your mom and you threw out the the, the word uh, hospitality. And I think hospitality, if I understand right, is one of your spiritual gifts. Um, how did you learn to embrace hospitality at such a young age? Where did that come from? Yeah, well, thanks for mentioning that. Um, I think, yeah, like like I was saying, my mom, like a lot of the way that she um, loves people, a lot of the ways she loves people are just like bringing them together, like having people over. Um, and that's something my dad uh, was has been a pastor for, I don't know, 25 years at this point. So it's been like a lot of our, um, well, not just because he's a pastor, but just overall, it's been um, just awesome because that's something that my parents model really well and just bringing people over, um, looking for people who are on the outside and especially like in times when I'm discouraged or like, for example, like when I moved from when my family moved from Indiana to New York in 2012, I was 12 at that time. So that was just like a really tough transition. And my mom just encouraged me like, um, you know, if you're feeling discouraged and disconnected, like other people might be too. Like I was more so in that point because I was the outsider, but also zooming way into this moment it was when like two schools joined together to one and so everyone in that junior high thought I was from the other middle school and you know like everyone is like that so it's just a lot of people coming together and it's like other people probably feel left out too or like disconnected or lonely so just like be the one to invite people together so that that mindset helped me so much into college like I was alluding to earlier but also just into even now, like when we moved to uh, Virginia and just um, learning to bring people together, even when I'm not sure, you know, if they know each other or if they're, they'll gel well, but it's like my attitude, like I can control what I can control. Like I can have a good attitude and I can try and make our home super cozy so that people um, feel comfortable and invited and um, warm. So that's what I want to do. And And Jake is a great help in that too, like just asking thoughtful questions and trying to make people feel valued and cared about. And that's been a huge blessing to us, um, especially moving here. And I'm super thankful that it's something that my parents modeled so well that I was able to pick up on. And and, and Jake is so thoughtful, uh, as you mentioned. I mean, he he sent me a text message uh, in late November, uh, totally out of the blue, and uh, I didn't even know he knew an aspect about my life. It was all positive, and it was really nice cool. to just get an out-of-the-blue text from Jake. So, yeah. um, so Mar- Mariah, uh, obviously hospitality is, is really important to you, but you also embrace opportunities to build into the lives of young women through mentoring. And one way you do that, uh, I believe, is through your blog wholeheartedly. Um, when did you start writing a blog, and how have you seen the Lord use that blog for his benefit, his, his, his purposes. Yeah. Yeah. So I started that in 2020 actually, and Mm -hmm. it's kind of stemmed from a class that I well definitely stemmed from a class that I had, um, with Dr. Harris, uh, my sophomore year, I think it was communication or writing for communication professions or something along those lines. Um, but it just, we're learning to write in different styles, like blogs, op-eds, 
you know, news articles, like just different things. Mm -hmm. And I really was like, I want, like, I love writing. I love the style of writing and I would love to, you know, use Mm -hmm. this to encourage other girls like around my age or a little younger. And he just like really encouraged me with like thinking of a mission and a vision and an audience, like a lot of things we talked about in that class too. And so that's really what got me started. And I just made a goal of doing it once a month. And so I like made out a whole schedule, like, okay, first draft done at this time and then have someone edit it this day and then post it this day, like all those things. Um, So that kept me on track a lot. And I really enjoyed doing it. It's pretty much just things that that God's teaching me, kind of like a reflection that helped me grow a lot, honestly, like. For example, hospitality is one that I wrote about and just like I was like, I'm thinking about this a lot and like, how can I tie in like where I learned it from, what God's teaching me through it, what the Bible says about it. And so that's been a really cool way to just like refine my own thinking and uh, keep my writing skills sharp and just encourage other people, hopefully. So, um, yeah, I it's it is really encouraging, like every time I'll post it. Um, well, most of the time I'll get like a few direct messages on Instagram, people just being like, oh, I've been thinking about this so much. Like, thank you for sharing or, um, just things like that, which are really encouraging. And, and yeah, so that's, that's why I do it kind of to help me think through things and, and, uh, and help other people. So, yeah. And I've been doing it. I'm like thinking about how I want to do it for 2023. If I'm like, okay, I'll do uh, a blog or like a short video or something like that so that um i can continue doing it but just figure out what's the most helpful for other people so yeah, yeah. So when you write the blog and you get the feedback are you getting feedback from people that you already know or are these people that they just find your blog and and you've ministered to them out, kind of out of the blue yeah most of the people are people that i know but i've gotten like a few random responses but Honestly, I, I mostly promote it. Well, I only promote it from, from my Instagram. So like I have the blog site on like Wix and then I'll just like post um, on my story on Instagram, like new blog post up on this, like feel free to, um, you know, use this like if you, you're interested in reading more or recently I've started just like I'll post a blog and then I'll go on Instagram and then like write kind of a summary within a post so that people if they're not wanting to like read a three to five minute read, they can just read that 20 second version, (laughs) you know? So I'm trying to um, think of ways like that people can benefit from it um, in whatever like stage or season that they're in. So I know when I was in college, I didn't have time to like sit down and read a super long thing because you have all the other things to read. (laughs) Right. You do. (laughs) So so, So for people listening to this program, how can they find your blog? You can go to my Instagram, Mariah underscore Johnson, and then I have a link to it right in my bio. So you'll be able to get to it from there. Or you can also search up on the web wholeheartedly. You might need to put Mariah Woodall also. That's my maiden name. Honestly, one thing I'm trying to figure out is how to change the website. I got to give the facelift. (laughs) But definitely the Instagram way. Uh, we'll get you there okay. for sure. <laughs> well, I encourage our I encourage our listeners to to go there and uh, check out uh, Mariah's blog. I'm, well, I'm sure you. you'll I'm sure you'll enjoy it. Um, Mariah, let's move our conversation uh, to what you do at the Heritage Foundation, if if you yeah. if you will. It's my understanding that you work in 
I'll say public relations, media relations, social media, to name a few of the areas of responsibility. Why is this work important to you? And how do you see it benefiting the American people in general? Yeah. Well, thanks for asking. Yeah. I love what I do. I will just start with that and just say I'm so thankful for this job. Um, yeah. It, it's a great mission, like advancing the conservative movement and um, and just my main responsibility is being an assistant to the vice president of communications. So I love doing that. I get to do scheduling for him, help him with interview prep or, um, you know, writing prep. And a lot of what it looks like too is like onboarding for the department. So welcoming people on, like getting them scheduled so they can meet with the different directors of communication and just putting on like a little like brunch sometimes or bring in uh, some some baked goods for them to feel like welcomed, like people care about them. So that's one of my favorite parts. And then also like um, just our monthly communication lunches have started, which has been just super great and a good opportunity to put on an event that the team is able to get to know each other better or hear from a speaker or play like a game that will help them get to know each other better. Um, and we all always like sing to the birthdays of that month, which is fun too. Yeah. So um, a lot of what I do too is helping out the different directors. So communications is broken down into four different like sub departments. So there's media relations, which I help them with our news clips. So they do a lot of pitching our experts. Like, so I'm not sure how familiar people are with the Heritage Foundation. So it's a conservative think tank. So we're filled with a ton of policy experts that they are specialized in whatever policy area they have. Um, and then they go out and they write things and they do a ton of research to be a resource for just the average everyday Americans who are wanting to learn more and know why they should care about these issues and how to think well about them. And then they also build relationships. We have a whole government relations department that they build relationships with people on the Hill. Like even they do like lunch groups, lunch briefings for people like Jake on the Hill. <laughs> so he's able to go and learn about these issues from a conservative perspective, which is I know they're a great resource for Jake and other people um, in the Senate and the House. So they were just, yeah, I'm super grateful to be a part of an organization that just does so much to, to help people on the front line. So that's an awesome aspect of media relations. And then we have the Daily Signal, which is our news outlet. So there we have reporters with them and they have a daily podcast that they do that releases like the top headlines in the news, like around five every night and then every morning an interview is released with someone um just to talk about thing that's happening in the news so that's a really cool part of our department and then i help them like for example the daily signal just had a retreat recently so i help them with all the logistics on that um so it's cool to be able to help them and just like get to know the team better too as you can see i love the people interaction that's a big part of it <laughs> and then we have marketing and digital productions, like all of our documentaries that are released and all of our graphics and things like that. So, so, so even at work, you get the uh, the you get the opportunity to exercise your gift of hospitality. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like such a blessing. I'm like, it, it, yeah. Do, do you have a favorite of all the things you've been able to work at work on at the Heritage Foundation? Is there one favorite memory that stands out? I think one thing that's been awesome. So Heritage is about to have their 50th anniversary and we've been like in the middle of like campaign meetings for that. And 
at the beginning phases, we were figuring out like which marketing firm we were going to go with. And so I was organizing those meetings for um, my boss and then other key stakeholders from Heritage who needed to be in these meetings to hear the pitch from the marketing firms and things. And that was just like so mind blowing because my boss like asked me if I wanted to stay in for the meeting. Like, you know, there's some meetings that I'll like stay in for because I need to be in the know on what's going on. And some meetings I'll just like set up and then head out. But he asked me if I wanted to be in it. And that was just like a really cool moment where I was like, oh, this is amazing. Thank you so much. Like, and I just learned so much even from hearing these like super high level like presentations. And then, yeah, it's I'm super thankful for my boss and that he wants to help me develop in those ways. And you know, cares about me. <laughs> Absolutely. That's, awesome. That's great. Yeah. So one experience you didn't mention just now, which I didn't think you would, but you could have it. It's a time when you met former vice president, Mike Pence. Can, can you <laughs> share, is- can, can you share this experience and how your time with the former VP has impacted you personally, professionally, and even spiritually? Yeah. Yeah. That was an awesome, awesome experience. It was right outside this conference room. <laughs> um, so he actually was speaking at Heritage. He just had a book come out. So he was doing an event at Heritage, and then he was doing a podcast interview after that event. So um, I went to the event upstairs, saw Jake there. That was super fun. <laughs> and then um, we came down here, and my boss had mentioned, like, all right, he's going to be coming to the Daily Signal to do a podcast interview. So if you see him, like, feel free to talk to him because he's super friendly and he loves to have those interactions with people. So it was super cool. Um, A lot of people were talking to him in the hallway and I was like standing behind and I was talking to one of his special servicemen that was there with him or one of his advisors. And just in our brief conversation, I mentioned that I was from Indiana and he was like, oh, well, you got to meet Mike Pence. So then he kind of like threw me in the middle and it was so then we just like had a conversation and he knew like, I mean, I'm from Lafayette, Indiana, and he's like, oh, typical new county girl. Like, he knows the exact county, like, all the things. So that was just, like, fun to have an interaction, talked about Purdue, you know, like, it was just a cool thing to just, like, have a conversation, and he cared about me, and, yeah, he was a super nice man. <laughs> well, he seems to be a very um, calm person, yet a very, but, yeah. but, a, but yet a very decisive leader. Um, yeah. Is that your perception of him? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. He he walks with a lot of um, humility and confidence at the same time. And even he, the way he conducted himself in the Heritage event upstairs, um, he just like thanks before he speaks and um, is very humble and also just clear about his belief and trusting God too, yeah. which is really awesome. Mariah, I really enjoyed having you on the podcast. Before we close the program, uh, can you share with me what the concept of growth mindset, what that means to you. (laughs) Absolutely. Growth mindset. Yeah, that was a huge, huge uh, growing point for me in high school, actually, when one of my English teachers uh, shared a video with everyone on growth mindset. It it was a TED Talk by Carol Dweck, and she just talked about growth mindset and how um, challenges are not meant to be a discouragement, but meant to encourage you to strive for more. Like, it was just really what I needed to know, like in that time, just because school has been hard for me. And that was just like a big encouragement. And I think everyone just kind of went on about their day after that, but it kind of just like, like was a spark in my mind. And I was like, oh, okay, just need to work harder. And so 
then like I mean my parents encouraged me all along the way and never wanted to like pressure me but they um they were super encouraging and so that that was helpful and then seeing my older brother go to Cedarville was like oh okay I really want to go there too like it seems super awesome he's growing so much and loving his experience there and I know I need to get my grades up to be able to go so that was kind of like the kick that I needed to yeah. um really start trying harder in school and um take myself more seriously sure. and not just be discouraged which yeah it, it was really hard at times but I think I just looked for um I looked for ways to to grow in my studies but also looked for ways like outside of just school to grow like um I started working at Chick-fil-A and that <laughs> that was a really huge help and just like learning um, just the skills of like working and customer service and gave me a lot of confidence for and excitement for like whatever the future held with like working with people and um, even got me passionate about like developing leadership in other people too because people at Chick-fil-A like my bosses really encouraged me and then I was able to move up a little bit in my time at Chick-fil-A and like encourage other people and and then it gave me compassion for when people were discouraged um sure in different things whether that's is school or in work or in other things just kind of just empathize really like, I, I was there too it's okay yeah. and just kind of like build a relationship and and things like that so yeah that, the growth mindset thing was really huge in high school and then what continued to be like in college and even now just looking for opportunities to grow and um excel and do things joyfully and wherever God has me. But yeah. So that's really interesting about what you said about growth mindset, Mariah. How how would you say growth mindset has helped you uh, grow in your faith maybe? And maybe even help mm -hmm. you, maybe give me some examples how it's helped you in difficult situations. Yes, definitely. Um, I think just growing and trusting the Lord is one of the first things I think about. Like, um, for example, at the end of college, like I graduated in December of 2021 and just not really knowing what I wanted to do next, where, where I would be working next. I knew I was moving to DC and, um, getting married to Jake. So that is super exciting. Um, but just wanted to have something lined up for after and, um, just the way the timing worked out, I was interviewing for a few different things and then, um, it just ended up working out. So I got an internship and I, I was also interviewing for a full-time job and hadn't gotten the offer yet, but had a, like multiple interviews for it. But I was just like, I feel like the interview is the right thing to do. So just like trusting God with like, okay, I wish that I could say I got a full-time job right after graduating, but just going in a, into an internship, like that's something. And it, it was totally God's plan because I would have never like imagined myself like I just would have never imagined it working out so I can work at the Heritage Foundation like it's such a great place to work the people are awesome there's so many people that I can learn from like there's 350 to 400 people that work here like not all of them are in person there's 50 of them who are across the country just in the nature of what they do like whether that that's development. They need to be building relationships with donors in those areas. But it was a super awesome experience just to work in donor relations during my internship. And they also 
their Young Leaders Program at Heritage is a great program. You get to hear from many different policy experts throughout the semester. And even just having a growth mindset about like learning from different people and um, just trusting God with exactly where he has me. Because there's so many things in my career that just, I mean, it's short, but God's given me a lot of like different experiences that have led um, from like had led to the internship in donor relations to then the job in communications that um, only God could like put together. So I've just seen his faithfulness all throughout each of those jobs and each of the people that he's put in my life to look up to and just, you know, being in his word all along um, has been like just super awesome to build that trust in the Lord. So as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, Mariah, uh, while I was on the Capitol Hill tour with Jake, uh-huh. he, out- he outlined, we, we were talking just ourselves, and he outlined to me some of his career thoughts, because I know Senator Imhoff uh, is, re- is retiring or retired. Right. And so his career path is maybe at that point it was still in flux but i know whatever he chooses to do is going to impact what you choose to do uh what's your vision for your career and life in just washington dc yeah um well i don't have any like specific like this exact job title is what i want but uh, i did love my time in development um as an intern in donor relations in this pat or in January of 2022 until April um, when I got the job in communication. So I don't know. I would love to be back in development or I also love communication. So um, in my job now, my boss wants me to learn like the different uh, those different sub departments in communications and figure out if I want to go into those. But also he's for the mission of the conservative movement and heritage. So would love it if I, you know, go somewhere else with an heritage or um, whether he can help me do something else in DC, but I don't have any huge specific aspirations. Like I want to be glorifying God and whatever I'm doing and loving people. And so, you know, I found that you can really do that wherever God has you. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited for what God has. I'm also excited to be, um, a mom if that's what God has in the future too. So I'm not, you know, married to any specific career path at this point. <laughs> Well, I love your I love your energy. I love your spirit. I love your thought process. It's really uh, exciting and contagious. I, I'm so glad Jake recommended that I talk to you. I had him on the program uh, a year or two ago. It was great then. And uh, if yeah, if, if, for my for our listeners, if you didn't hear my podcast with Jake Johnson, I encourage you to go back into the archives and listen to it. Totally. it it'll be encouraging to you, I'm sure. So, Mariah, thank you for your time. All the Absolutely. best. All the best Absolutely. to the Heritage Foundation. And, uh, Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Have a good one, Mark. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Cedarville Stories podcast brought to you by Cedarville University. If you were encouraged by today's episode, share it with a friend. Please rate and review this podcast on your favorite podcast provider. And connect with us at Cedarville on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And be sure to come back next week when we'll hear another inspiring Cedarville story for God's glory.